Welcome back to God's Best Kids podcast, a very um, good addition today. We are doing a World Cup episode. I am joined by Ophion, as ever. Thanks for having me. Are you okay? Yeah, I'm back. I'm back. I'm really excited for this one. Same. I, th- I think... Actually the best, yeah. This is something we can actually talk about without getting anything wrong. Don't work for talk sport. Football is a lot more subjective. And as as we said last week, we know that Lionel Messi plays for Argentina. So yeah. We can right. only better than your favourite pundits. Hopefully after this, we'll be able to get a gig somewhere. I don't know. little gig on talk sport radio or Sky Sports. It's never too late to get um, tickets to Qatar. So, you know. Uh, that's that's yeah. an ethics question, though. Huh? That's a question of ethics. Oh, yeah, of course. If you're Gary Neville, it's not. It's a question of what, what's the figure. That was yeah. a very good episode of Have I Got News for You? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Ian Hislop. You know, you know I, swear, I swear he's... My parents have met him a lot of times. Like, I've met him on a train, like going into like Kent. So I reckon he is as well. And I was about eleven. I obviously recognised him, and he just gave me the dirtiest stare. I was like, "You're from TV." I was with my dad coming from an Arsenal game. I was like, "You're from TV." And he was just like, looked up from his newspaper, didn't say anything, then looked back down, just gave me a horrible stare. <laughs> so horrible man. To be fair, anything he was thinking would probably have just made you cry anyway. True. I do, to be fair, I do get free subscriptions of his magazine, The Private Eye. So, oh, is it? I never knew that was his. That, that does make that makes a yeah. lot of sense. That's a very Ian his look kind of. Yeah. Like, I think I'm six from six. I got, I got like six weeks in a row. Away. Well, sir, would you like to talk us through the plan of action today? So we're going to start with England's R personal England World Cup eleven, and then move on to the R eleven of the best performers off of our excellent football knowledge, and then finish off with the underrated eleven that you know might not get all the flowers they deserve and plaudits. But these players could be tips for having a really good World Cup. And then we'll talk about the golden boot, so top scorer, golden glove, so the keeper that makes the most clean sheet. Yeah. Um, and the young player of the tournament. And then also could be special adding a once to watch team such player in terms of like just dark horses or players we're really excited to see anyway. Should be exciting. Let's get into it, Anna. Um, yeah, I think first question is before you get into the or before we both get into what England 11s is, do you disagree with Southgate's squad? So, obviously, the squad got announced yesterday at 2 pm. Yeah, I was surprised to see some players there, for example, um, oh, what's his name, Calvin Phillips in midfield, it's not played. Single minute this season, but I kind of think that was kind of guaranteed. But yeah. people like Harry Maguire, you can't start for your team, Manchester United. You don't start for your team, Manchester United. You can't even beat 
Lindelof to third string centre back. Yeah. You can't start for your team. You you and you're the captain, by the way. You can't even get into your own team. And yeah, I was surprised. Like tomorrow's not had the best season to be fair. Um, but he's a Scudetto winner. He's won the league in Italy. Consistently starting for Milan, which is no easy feat. And they're going pretty strong in the league right now. Obviously, in the Champions League games against the English teams, they've not looked brilliant. And Tomori has had stinkers. But I think that's the extent to which Gav Southgate's knowledge is. <laughs> Season play against Chelsea and gets sent off in the Champions League. He's like, yeah, nah, he's been pretty shit this season then. But Tomori definitely deserves a st- starting place. And I think, I can't lie, he did. I did put him in my team. And he's got an asterisk next to him because I knew it was, was going to be a... What about you? What are you saying? Um, yeah, I, I agree with that. Because, like, you'll get all the people that reply to that saying that about a big part of choosing an international team is keeping it similar enough for there to be the same kind of culture. And, like, Maguire plays well in England shirt. But Maguire still gets... Like Tamori, for example, because spoiler, also he's in my team, um, for the same reasons. He's got that recoverable. If there's a ball in behind, yeah, he can actually be able to compete with the striker. If you fall mm. over Maguire's head, Maguire's not beating anyone to that ball. No. No. Um, and also Tamori's what Maguire's 28. Um, yeah. so and Tamori's like 23. So I think it's kind of a build for the future kind of thing. Like Tamori is mm. obviously gonna there's longevity in Tamori. So I mean it'll pay the next two two World Cups at least, and plus a few Euros as well. So you yeah. might as well build for the future, get give him the taste of the tournament. Like, do you know what I mean? Just build for the future, young players, because the rest of the squad's really young and they're going to be scared for a while. Whereas Maguire, I reckon this is his last one. If, like, what, he'll be 32 the next one. If the manager, if the next manager has sense, but you never know. Some people age, like, fine wine, so you can never say never. Well, I think I think it's also, you could look at Conor Gallagher. He's kind of in the same situation as Tamori, not actually had a great season. Nah. He's young and he's in the team. Um, yeah, he, he doesn't. He doesn't like deserve that place off of form. Nah, but off of what he can do, and mm. I, I again, as I said, like I get the point of keeping say Maguire there because of what he has done in England shirt. Sure. Like he's that that big fifty p head was very useful in our last World Cup run, which was quite decent despite the opponents. Like, but yeah. When you pick people like Connor Cody and Eric Dyer uh, over Tamori as just a backup option, that's what becomes less understandable. Dyer by name, Dyer by nature, he's awful. Oh, what? How, how does he get... Oh. What is he doing in the squad? Sorry. Oh, mate. He's... I reckon he's just like... A nice guy in it. So Southgate. They're just nice. That's what he wants. Nice guys. Cody, you could argue he's actually had a decent season, to be fair. 
with Everton. But um, he limits you. You can't play. He can't play in a back four, Cody. He cannot play in a back four. But we we're back three, back five merchants anyway. So yeah. Should we get on to it? Keeper. I think there's it's it has to be Pickford. I went Ramsdale. Of course, I did. Pickford. Oh. Uh, Ramsdale this season, nine clean sheets in 15 games. He's been incredible. Distribution. Right. He gives you everything Pickford gives you as well. All right. This isn't okay, but this isn't anything about Jordan Pickford or the other keepers. This is purely about if we're talking about. Unfortunately, Pickford doesn't make that many mistakes for England. Like it's it's like I will I'm sure we'll get on to Sterling. Yeah. But Sterling's not had a great season. No, it's not he struggled. But he's always one of our most dangerous players in England shirt. So if yeah, you, he's consistent. If you but leave if we're picking it on form though, on form, going into it right now, the momentum these boys have. Ramsdale's top of the league at the moment and he's he's got he's built partnerships, left foot, right foot, he can play. Yes, he's he's 23, so he's still got a mistake. He may be the odd mistake in terms of a misplaced pass, but I don't know. If you're going off form, that's obviously who I'll personally pick, and obviously Arsenal bias, so. Well, yeah, I'm. I'm not. I'm not defending my. I wouldn't choose Pickford mm. if it was out of who I prefer. It's just who makes. I sense. I can see that Pickford is definitely more likely to start. Like that's that's yeah. a given. But I'm just saying, my in my one personally, if I was England manager, that's who I'd go for. Well, maybe maybe I did that wrong then because I will like as I've just said like Pickford's. I wouldn't even necessarily ever put in, like him in an England squad, but I just don't rate Pickford that highly too. But mm. I I so I think I probably got that one maybe wrong. Like Pope or Ramsdale for me are ahead of him. But mm. what formation have you gone with? So it's a like basically a four-two-three-one. Okay. But in attack, it changes to three at the back. In attack. Mm. How does that work? So, well, I can't really explain it without running through my team too much. But okay, should we move on to like? Right back then. Yeah. I've gone for Ben White. Same. Ah, hard. I like that. <laughs> um, okay. A fantastic season Arsenal so far. And I think he's got that nastiness in him. Like mm-hmm. it's him Ellie. Like I think he's been brilliant this season. Secure, uh, defensively secure going forward as well. People questioned right before the season, like, does he have it? Does he give it much going forward? But I think perfect games like Chelsea last week, Chelsea away, brilliant performer, and yeah, he, yeah, 
and yeah. like he's gonna play with whoever I've got on the right as a or yeah on the right as a later. <laughs> okay, uh, I don't like the sound of this because it might say like so far we might just end up having a same team, but <laughs> that's brilliant. Um, we know ball. We know ball. Yeah, I think he's very composed. Mm. Like he's just he's he's <laughs> he's not a very English defender. I'd say he 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 makes it look sometimes too easy. Yeah, like he's he's too confident in doing what he's doing, which he shouldn't be because he's English. I mean, he's he's a prick, but he's one of those players you'd hate to play against. But he's a great asset on your team, I reckon. Um. Right, so yeah. John Stones. Yep. Yeah. He's not played too much for City this, this season, but I think he is England's best defender, best centre back. He's I've I've uh, just written one of the best. Like he's he's one of the t- tidiest, cleanest centre backs there are. Yeah. He's just And he's pretty composed as well. Because I don't know do I don't know if sorry, I don't know if you saw the um video of him talking about what he learned. When he first joined City up from Everton, like he made a lot of mistakes, both at Everton and very early on, because oh, yeah. he he would usually like get the ball, and try and find a way to get play out, and yeah, one of his biggest things, and he's probably the best at it is just not giving a shit what happens to the ball, just making sure it's like away, like he'll yeah. he'll give away a corner. It'll give away a like a good position to throw in if he has like like without even thinking like why he he's a proper English defender yeah. in that sense. Like if you look at like the Terry's, Tony Adams, people like that, that's what they used to do. Like he just fucks it off and like Yeah, yeah, yeah. Fuck he, up, yeah. Because it's it's the most important part because even though you're giving your opponent something attacking, mm you're stopping the immediate threat of there being a goal. So you're just keeping it clean. Like it's what I do yeah. six aside because you're the guy. I'm just I'm Oh yeah, quick word on Ben White. Do you know he actually doesn't like football? Like he just doesn't like football. Yeah, I saw that this morning. I know his family into football. Like he never really yeah. he was never into football. He just just happened to be good at it. It's like Yeah, because that was on because it was at his hairdressers, wasn't it? Or like something. Uh, I've not seen that, but I just because that was in the uh, all or nothing. He was. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. First time he played football was like at a client's house or a hairdresser's house or something, and like he just happened to be good at it. Yeah, imagine that. I'm all the people that love football and have a trampoline touch. (laughs) Well, how does that work though? Like, who's pushing him? Do you reckon? Like, because. Outgrown football, playing outgrown football, like my dad would like push me, kind of thing. But like, I don't know if you do get there out of being pushed though. Because, right, but like not being pushed in terms of like people like encouraging you, like, like who does he look at, at the sidelines and does he look at? Well, I guess someone has to get in there. <laughs> yeah, of course. I reckon it's just like one of those ones the coach takes him under their wing and then. No, like be like you can make it to this level if you want it. Yeah. But he's done well to be fair to him. Well, left centre back. I think we both like we've already 
spoiled that one. Uh, yeah, but realistic one now. I think tomorrow is. No, but tomorrow is. Oh, you mean so now? Now. Oh. I might have to go hammer a coffee. I can't lie. I don't know. See, this is the thing. That's why I looked like that. Because I was just looking over there thinking. It will have to be Maguire. Is there someone that I can put in that stops me putting Harry Maguire in? And unfortunately, I don't think so. I'm... No. Would you put Tyrone Minks? Only because he's got a left foot. Nah, he's awful. Okay. He shouldn't be playing professional football. I think we've spoken about who we want at left centre-back enough and we've spoken about who we don't want at left centre-back enough, but we have to have him. Unfortunately, left back. Trippier. Did you go Trippier as well? Nope. You sure? Luke Shaw. Interesting. Why? To be fair, yeah, is it the whole in an England shirt? It's not just that. He's 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 grown into the season because like Luke Shaw is always a different player when he's got a bit of competition. Like he stagnated so much when he was United's first choice left back for a couple of years, like for a few years. Then we got Tellez and Luke Shaw became that Euros player. Yeah. Like Euro's final fifth minute goal kind of player or second minute goal or whatever it was and then he had no competition because Tellers is shit and yeah. then we got Malassia and Shaw got dropped for Malassia who by the way I love Malassia like he's he's got he's just got something about him but is he the Swedish left back is he is he no, Dutch. The Dutch, yeah, yeah, yeah. The one that ah, oh, the one that yeah, Sakatore new one. No, not that one. I don't I, I didn't <laughs> happen to catch that. <laughs> but, he's still on the pretty well, to be fair. Yeah. I can cook him though. But you have to have a few a few baptisms of fire in the prayer. They, they did have quite a good battle. Like they seem to respect yeah. each other. So Ah, he's a good player. He is a good player. Um, but I think he he's just in good form. Yeah, he's in the best of form. But he's probably like, there is no other left back, which is why you've had to choose Trippier. Like, it's, like he's in great form as well. Yeah, but it's either. But my point, like, I'd rather play a left back. I'm just that kind of person. But although. Yeah. My formation, it doesn't actually matter that much. So maybe not. Trippier would actually be better, I think. For the formation I've got. Yeah, I think is likely to start. And like I feel like he deserves it as well. Captain of Newcastle, getting goals and assists. And defensively, he's been brilliant. Last game against Southampton when they won 4 1. He galvanizes the whole team. He's a he's a leader as well, as a leader. Who, who, who's your captain as well on all this? Who's the who's the England captain? Oh, it's oh yeah, it's Kane. So, yeah, I forget. I I was just I don't think anyone takes that away from him really like on yeah. merit. Um, defensive mid, 
I'm assuming you've got defensive mid. I've gone for three midfield, and it's just like, yeah, it's it's too yeah. Um, I've gone Rice. I've gone for partnership of Rice and Bellingham. Yep, I think. Then yeah. I've got a ten in front of them, and I've gone. I've got Madison, a friend out there. Fair enough. Who are you going for? Right, so when I said I've got a four-two-three-one, I've almost actually got a four-two-two-two. Forget that. So rice to be rice, basically, just yeah, he does his job so well. Be a blockade of anything down the middle. Um, Bellingham slightly I would need him to be a bit more forward like I know he's obviously a very good like box to box player anyway like he he gets forward enough but I wouldn't want him coming back too far I wouldn't want him dropping too he's Uh, a good he's a really really good ball carrier I think that's what he does best he's He's driving a team forward He's just a very good. Like I've I've championed I've championed him ever since I first like every when he first touched an England shirt and everyone like. I found it so weird how much hate he got early on. Like, hey, yeah, he, I saw I, I saw people like when he started playing for England being like, he's he's just not ready. He's not up to it. Like I was thinking, I I don't necessarily think he performed as well as he could, but. If you have eyes, you see a man who knows how to play football, and all yeah. it is, he's young and it takes a bit of polish. Like, but like, I think the rawness is brilliant. Like, mm. let let him be free. Like, let him make mistakes and stuff like that, because he because he gives you so much more than obviously what than what he's what he's deficient in. Like yeah. that game against England versus Germany, he was absolutely immense. He was brilliant. Yeah. And he's had great games in Champions like scoring in Champions League, captain in side as well. Like, and if you insane. Yeah. And if you look at like last season, I think it was when he had that goal against City ruled out as yeah. well. It's the amount of times he can score against City is remarkable. But he he he's got he's got robbed on occasions. I think he might have happened twice that game, but he or against City. It wasn't a foul. That was I can't believe yeah. Edison. Yeah. I guess, and they VAR did. It's what happens when you're sponsored by Qatar. So, um, like the ball wasn't even at a stupid height. Uh, insane, insane. But but the reason and the referee refereeing is going to be interesting in this tournament. Yeah. Well, have you seen all the things that are saying like Argentina are just going to win because all the Qataris want them to? No, I've not seen that. There's a lot of people like saying, oh yeah, tournament's done then. What? Why do Qataris want Argentina to win? Because they want to see win the World Cup. Okay. Um, but I think I might just run through my front four. Yeah. Because then I can like Get it. So the reason I want Bellingham more forward is because my front three, like my... So I want Rashford on the left. 
but like inside forward. Yeah. Up top. I put say so I put Sterling up top because of how when like Southgate played pretty much with Kane and Sterling up top together, how well it actually worked. Like Yeah. It actually yeah. pretty right. Like Kane wins the ball, Sterling's always there for the second ball. If Kane needs to put someone in behind, Sterling's right there. Like despite despite how good like how much Sterling offers you, I just do think it's finishing could be so much better. Like he needs to be more clinical, in my opinion. Mm-hmm. And I think when he was at City, he could get away a bit because yep. they would obviously create so many chances. But now, especially at Chelsea, like he's had a few tidy finishes, like the one against in the Champions League recently against like oh, I can't, Salzburg or something. Yeah, like finished. But I just think. Yeah, yeah, he's just deficient in finishing sometimes. No, nice. yeah, but yeah, I I've gone for Rashford on the left. Yep, Kane up front, Saka like inside forward because I think he's brilliant there. Okay. He can do both. Yeah. If you want him to get on the touchline, he can and beat a man. And then obviously inside forward, it can be dangerous. So like obviously Kane winning headers and then those two just I think they're frightening. Rashford's fan form and I think Rashford's a really good finisher. Well, do you I think Rashford's a really good finisher. He looks really um he just puts his foot through it and that's how you should finish. Just conviction, confidence, and yeah. And Benny McCarthy is polishing him. Like, did you see his goal last night against Aston Villa. Like, nah. It, it, it's, it? it's the kind of goal you want uh, an actual nine to score. Like, yeah. It, there's there's nothing remarkable about the goal. It's just like not a goal that I think Rashford would have scored in any season previously. So I think he's definitely like getting. Like his game is getting better rounded and it's just very nice to see. I think for those two, Saka and Rashford, I think they feel like they have a point to prove as well. Obviously, what happened last time, like big tournament for England, they're going to they're gonna be even more up for it than ever, I reckon. Yeah. And I think they're going to have that hunger. And Saka, he, he's been putting up great numbers this season. Like goal yeah. contributions now have really improved. You can see he's maturing and growing into a really good player both for Arsenal and England's future as well I think that's really important I agree and that's why he is also on my right hand side although I've got him there to um, keep the fullback wide yeah I think what he could improve on is just against Chelsea it was a bit frustrating as an Arsenal fan he'd lose a few a few duels against um, what's his name Kukurea Mm. and he didn't attack him as much Okay. Yeah, which is okay. I swear. We won the game in the end, so it doesn't matter too much. But just in the future, you can lose a few jewels. And he was a bit hard done by getting bits for some challenge or Kukure not getting the he wasn't he didn't get the foul basically. Yeah. But Kukure, he had him on toast if he wanted. Okay. I think that's a decent side. Well, you you've I you haven't let me include yet, Mr. Harry Kane. 
Sir Harry Kane. He's not a sir. Yeah. He would, for me, he would be a second striker. Because... Really? Oh, you wanted Wilson. Well, this is why, I, like, yeah, I, as I said, I put Sterling up top, but Wilson or Watkins, for me, would work fine. Like, because a really, like, you, you can see it for England sometimes, and you can see it for Tottenham <laughs> quite a lot. The amount that he is willing to, like, drop deep to get involved in the game and he does like Ronaldo drops deep to get involved in the game, but Ronaldo then makes the game worse for his team. Harry Kane drops deep to get involved in the game and then pings like a 35 diagonal ball straight to his winger in behind, and it's perfect. Like, that's it, he's so good at doing that. So, that's why I would like him as a stri- second striker, slash, like almost a 10, basically, in terms he's been of cows as well. Yeah, like, I just want him to be able to. Because he's still a great, like, he's one of the best finishers of in the game. But, like, I want him to be able to get the attack going through other people and then maybe do a little bit of a fat Frank arriving late in the box, drilled finish. Super just... Frank. Like, that's, that's what yeah. I think Harry Kane should be. I've always, I've always thought this. Huh? I think I think you'll see him like kind of a Rooney esque. Yeah. Back a bit deeper. Like oh what he's he's getting he's like 30 now, so yep. Yeah. 29 or 30, yeah. 30. I don't think he's gonna get a big move, but like, but I think as he ages and loses his pace that you never really had, or like Well, this is why. This is so like everyone always says, Oh, you're just talking FIFA football. I'm like, no, because Kane's never had the pace, in my opinion, at least, especially in like how defenders work now as well. Like he's not had the pace to be as much of a threat as many strikers can be. Like, yes, he is an amazing finisher, but if you're sitting against like a low block, having Harry Kane doesn't add too much if you're going up against some big fucker centre-back who can just dominate, like, beat him in the air, and then you've not got the creativity, especially in an England side, to unlock it to get the ball to him. Like, he needs to be behind the front man. Yeah, that's an interesting take. Um, Where do you... What are your expectations of England? Should get, like... Being realistic about what I would class as reaching their potential is semis. Yeah. But then Southgate attacks. No, no, but this is what I'm saying. Like, that team should reach the semis. If that manager can't get that team to the semis, that manager shouldn't be there. Shouldn't be there. No, I agree with that. I've always I said that. The second he started playing five at the back with two holding midfielders, like, yeah. If Calvin Phillips somehow gets a start in this, I'll be, I'll be amazed. If I see Declan Rice, Calvin Phillips pivot, double pivot, I will just, yeah, not watch that game because we've lost, or, or it will go to penalties. I, 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 I understand the. I do understand one thing about Southgate, like. 
yeah, fair enough. Don't concede a goal. You win. You can win the game. But you also play the worst football when you play like that. Like, there's a reason Burnley and everyone just hates Burnley. Like, no, no one has an absolute yep. hatred for them, but no one really cares or wants to see Burnley play football ever. Not anymore. It's changing. Vincent Company at Melbourne. Very true. With football, I remember what the first game season. Brilliant. Sean Dyche Burnley. Sean Dyche Burnley, yeah. Um, what was I going to say? I forgot what I was going to say. But I I think, I think quarters personally, I think, I mean, that's the best we can do. But obviously, happy to be proven wrong. Well, as I say, I think semis is what we should do. I probably agree with you, quarters is the best we can do. And if I have to go one further, around a 16 is what we will do. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I'm with you on that one. I'm with you. But I'm, I am excited. You can't help but get excited for this. Everyone's been talking about how unexcited they are for this World Cup. And until I did this, I agreed. Like The only reason I'm excited about this World Cup is to see if my predictions are correct. That is it. Um, I don't think they're not going to have that much time together. Because what? Round of Premier League games finish on the 14th, so Monday. Like This is the last weekend of Prem games. And then what? They travel, say, one day. Have a day. So really, they're having like four days together. I don't know when the first game is, to be fair, what day. But still, they're not having that much time to plan and prep and it's it's pretty intense on the body as yeah. well. The jet lag as well. Jet lag, big time. But there are aircon, aircon um stadiums, so the temperature and weather shouldn't might be okay to be fair. Shouldn't affect them. But we have run out of time on this Zoom meeting because no one has yet to sponsor us. So Fucking Spotify. If you are watching at this point, please um subscribe. We've actually hit 16 subscribers yesterday, which is yes. for us. Um we, we but I we do need to move. We'll see you on the other side of the right. non-existent ad break. We're talking about football today. And I think we shall yeah. move to our team of the tournament. Or yeah, eleven best performers. This one I accept to be quite different. Yeah. Um, I've got. I think I've got four players, maybe five in here that you definitely. Well, that I don't think you will have. Okay. Do you want to go? I'm assuming it's like the same kind of formation. Yeah, I've gone four three three again. Kind of. I've gone for a four one three two. Okay, cool. Goalkeeper? Uh Neuer. I've gone Allison. Reasonable. Yeah. Yeah. Like, Neuer's just in good form. Right. Neuer's Neuer, isn't he? Yeah, and Allison's Allison. Like I I don't think we can really I think that's going to be the case for a lot of this list is like them. <laughs> that player is that player. Like, why wouldn't you put them in the team? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, 
Yeah. They're very different keepers, but speak for themselves, yeah. They're very they're at the top of the game for a reason. I think in for Brazil, I've looked at their recent um lineups and Alisson tends to start over um Edison. That's why I've gone Alisson. But I think it would have been, yeah, a Brazilian keeper. That's a, I, think I found that's... funny though, it was um you know how all the Brazilian players were filming themselves, like Yeah. Um, Neymar films himself as yeah. if like, gonna get in. Like, what? This guy. No, that, that was uh, like, bro, you're the captain. What do you mean? Oh, Neymar's in this... oh. <laughs> the poster boy of a country. Oh, yeah. he's enough, like, actually I'm representing my country again. It's crazy. But I do think this is gonna be a good tournament for pretty much. Well, a lot of South Americans, I feel, are going to do well in this tournament. Yeah, I feel like it's their tie. Like, yeah. Brazil knocked out at the quarterfinal stage in three of the last four um, World Cups. I feel like there's pressure on those guys. And I feel they've got a nice mix of the young and the old. Like, yeah. average age is 27. But, like, you've got Danny Alves and Thiago <laughs> Danny Alves and Thiago Silva, like, 38, 40, like... Yeah. They're good locker room players, man. They well, can have a really good one. On Danny Alves, who have you got at right back? I've gone Saliba. He's been playing centre back this season, but he can play right back. Mm-hmm. And just the f- season so far and the form he's been in for Arsenal, for us this, this year has been immense. Like he's so you talk about Ben White being composed. Saliba is so composed. He makes it look so easy. And he just eats up anything and everything. And I think he's just a Rolls Royce defender. Obviously, he's still young. He's 20. He's literally my age, 20, 21. And the boy, the boy is huge. And yeah, I think this could be a breakthrough World Cup for him as well. Like, this is one people sit up and be like, wow. I Who I you got? Um, I would also like to make clear at this point, I did write this list on... Saturday, like, so like the fifth of November. So none, no, no squads were announced. So no squads are announced, and there were injuries that happened since. Um, yeah. this doesn't. I don't think this impacts the player I'm about to say, but I'm just letting that in, that goes for the England squad as well. I'm just making sure that My. people don't look at me and go idiot because I might be, but oh. because I didn't do the research. Well, I didn't, but I... <laughs> it's not a point. I love Mane. You know, Mane is, even though he's still been announced in the squad, even though he's injured. Yeah, because it was only so... a 10, 10 day injury. So. Sorry? Only 10 days, so it should be okay. It'll be a push, though. Like, that's two group games, potentially. I'm sure it'll be fine. Yeah. Anyway, who who do you go for? Ashraf Who? Hakimi. Oh, Hakimi. Uh, from Morocco. Because right, my my fullbacks are very similar in this. Um, as we as you've proven twice now, and I proved proven English eleven, there is quite a big short of right well fullbacks for us to be picking centre backs as our first choice right backs. Right. Yeah. So the reason I've chosen Akimi is because there is a very big shortage of fullbacks. So that he's one of few top level fullbacks and 
there's always something really good about watching a star player in a underperforming team. Like, yeah, he's he's got Masrovi in his team. He's got Ziet. Yeah, but I I don't I don't know too many Moroccan players. I will not know. But um, I just remember the infamous throw-ins that they provided in the last World Cup. Even I don't remember that. I really uh but the guy yeah it's just like a black back flip throw it's kind of but it's like for example watching Alaba for Austria it's literally midfield. it's such a sight to behold because he just the but it also depends on that like, what they need like if they're losing Alaba just like ends up getting closer and closer to the goal and if they really need to defend he basically turns into yeah. a defender and yeah. Like, yeah, he goes from cam to centre back within yeah. a game sometimes. But and and sometimes he's on the wing because he does yeah. have an amazing left boot. But like, so his players like that. So he's my right back, um, yeah. right centre back for me. Already mentioned him, so I'm not gonna um, say any more than I have already. But again, it's John Stones. Fair enough. I've gone Christian Romero for Argentina. Romero, as much obviously Tottenham player, as much as I dislike him, like he's a very, very good centre back. Argentina play three at the back as well. So that him taking the left left back from Ajax and obviously your boy Martinez can make up the back three, which could be really, really good for Argentina. Solid. Well and so- they into- sorry. Yeah. Well, they're going into this 35 games unbeaten as well, so... Oh, are they? I did not know that. Yeah, 35 games unbeaten. Last oh. time we lost was 2019 against Brazil. I can't say I'm surprised. Um, yeah, brilliant team. And talking about my man from Argentina, that is who I've got a left centre-back, because... Martinez. He's he's just such a good player. Like, don't rate him, me. You don't rate him? No, <laughs> really. Don't really. Listen, I've gone for Thiago Silva personally. I'm not saying that. Okay, see, I said this is biased. I'm not saying that he's not. <laughs> I don't think he's going to be the best. Nah, too small, mate. Too small. But, okay, Jake. Um, but I think he's just on another level and. Is this it's the that absolute he's he, like I, I've written down he's an absolute menace like he's and it is worrying he's he's I think his height almost helps like he's so aggressive and he but he's so clean with it and even when he's not clean with it he can get away with it like yeah he just and he's so good on the ball as well but like he, he he's, breaks the lines beautifully he's not a modern modern centre back. He breaks the lines brilliantly. Have you got a left centre back or Thiago Silva? Yeah. Thiago Silva, like Rolls Royce as centre back. Brilliant. 38 and still playing at the top highest level. Yeah. I mean, going, what, third World Cup, maybe fourth? I don't know. But like, he's a brilliant player, Thiago Silva. And on his day, like, I genuinely think he's like the best centre back in the Premier League. He's got a mistake in him these days. Like, but he's just unreal. He's just unreal. He gets his head in front of everything and 
It's brilliant. The way he's evolved as well through time. Yeah, it's like, did you? It was like those two goal line clearances. I mean, I know that Chelsea then scored a, I conceded a goal of the subsequent subsequent corner, but the two like goal line clearances in about the space of five minutes or whatever. Yeah, it's Brighton, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. yeah. It's just like, I don't, I can't really name that many centre backs that would be there. Let alone pull it like pull off the clearances that he did from that position. Yeah, I think his defensive awareness is great. He just he's just always in the right position at the right time. Not a left back. Um, I have got Alfonso Davies for the same reason as Ashraf Hakimi. Basically. Okay, fair. I've gone for Lisandro Martinez. I obviously I do right. I think he's brilliant. He's a great player. Annoyingly good. Yeah, I that's good. completely understand that because that is the way that. I mean, he, as, as much as like Leon Bailey scored a very good goal against United at the weekend. Oh. Um, luckily it wasn't Martinez's fault. Martinez wasn't even close to him. Like, it was Lindelof's side because Lindelof had gone wandering up to the halfway line mm. because he's Lindelof and that's what Lindelof does. But he. He just, like, bully, he still bullied Bailey. And then Bailey had to like tweet out, I'm so disappointed in the refs. But you can tell how much he gets in people's heads because I don't know if you saw yesterday. Was, did we play? Yeah, yesterday. Wow. God, it feels like forever ago. Um, like Leon Bailey kicked him in the leg, like on the floor, just kicked him. Oh, yeah. I saw a clip of it, actually. With studs. And I was thinking, he, he really got to you then, right? Yeah, it was lucky VAR wasn't there because yeah. that would be already open. But this is the thing: if 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 Martinez did that to Bailey, Bailey would be crying on the floor for twenty minutes. Like when he got elbowed by him, and the ref had to come over and check on him after about like a minute of him lying on the floor and not getting up. Yeah, Martinez didn't do anything. Didn't even react. Didn't make a noise. Didn't throw his hands up. Just stared at him and then walked off. I do rate him. I think, yeah. Good, good, very good signing from you guys. Can't yeah. lie. Maybe I, on some... Worth the money. But, worth yeah. The money. How much was it? Like 45? Yeah, something. Like, it was a, it was money that, especially when you make that deal, it looks like it's a lot of money because he's unproven in the Premier League. Especially when that height, that height thing is still a concern, no matter. Like, no matter how much your manager trusts him, it's still a concern. Like, would he get dominated by physical strikers? Mm. It's fine. It's worth it, but it's a lot of money to put on. Like, you have to be very confident. And luckily, Ten Hag clearly was. But yes, as you say, moving on to midfielders, who is your midfield three? Well, I've got... Uh, I've got midfield three, so I've gone. Benyam, Hammervinger, and De Bruyne. Sorry, who's your first one? Benyam. Oh, Benyam. Ah, okay. Hammervinger and De Bruyne. That's a good double pivot, you know. Two young boys, man. You've got to trust the boys. 
Who have you got? Um, I have. So I've literally written down not the best DM, but my personal favorite for the system, Joshua Kimmich. Yeah. I don't know why. I've just always loved Joshua Kimmich. Um, and then been yeah. around for eight. Yeah. And he's, and he's not even that old yet. 26, 25. But then in front of him. Huh? Versatility he has as well. Yeah. Right back, centre back, centre defensive mid, centre mid. Seen him score a few banging goals as well. But like he's just the he's just the Bayern player, really. Like that. Yeah, he's just German. <laughs> well, well, well oiled juggernaut. That's what they are. Just they're just brilliant. But in front of him, I've got De Bruyne in the middle, like you. Mm. And then I've got two like either wide eights slash tens or yeah, yeah. Because I, I don't really want them to be proper wide mids. Who um, are they? Messi and Neymar. Interesting. <laughs> Interesting. Okay. Wait, who was... Oh, Josh, okay. Where's the balance? Because <laughs> that... Yeah, yeah. You're supposed to be really fun to watch. It's a fun side. Well, this is the thing. This is meant to be a team of the best players. So I'm yeah. I'm, I'm picking a formation that lets them... Do. So you can... So up front, you've got more. Yeah. You can like... Yeah, 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 yeah. But Messi in midfield works. Like, oh, yeah. work. I, I, I originally put him at Cam, actually. Yeah. Like, up the middle. Just giving him that freedom to just roam. Yeah, defensively, he's not going to offer anything, but like that's why I've put him on the right so that he can like drift in and like he like he does like every time he ever touches a football and demolishes whoever's in his way. And that's why I've got Neymar there too because Neymar can do the same kind of thing. Yeah, I think they'd be slightly more forward of De Bruyne, but hold their positions out wide until they receive the ball. Or and then drift in and maybe make a chance for themselves, or keep it out wide and play a brilliant cross to Harry Kane. Harry Kane, yeah, who can knock it down to Kylian Mbappe. Solid. Well, I have Messi and Neymar as well, either side of. Harry and Benzema. What you would? Yeah, 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 yeah. The Formula One car himself. Listen, just won the Ballon d'Or. He's gas. He's gas. The videos. This is his type, man. He he's just raw. He's aged perfectly, footballing, wise, and I just think score goals and assists. And he drops into midfield sometimes to help the team out. Like he's a very selfless player, I think. Especially with playing with Mbappe, I think they could work really well. If that curse, if the winner's curse doesn't strike them, I think. 
France could do decently with those two, especially because Benzema was such a selfish player, whereas Mbappe overseas, Mbappe. But didn't they bring four keepers? France. They brought four, what, to this World Cup? Mad, really? I, I read it. I, I, I'm sorry. I mean, that's the that was about to be one of the most the worst statements I've ever said, but I've read it, so I assume it's true. But ah, there's only three keepers in this. So and this, that I swatted one, two, Ariola, Loris, and um, what's his name? Mandanda, Mandanda. Don't believe everything you read. Yeah, no, I, I, I was thinking that as I said it, I was like, yeah, maybe this wasn't true, because as stupid as the French national team has always been, <laughs> they are fucking stupid. Like, I, I swear, I don't remember a World Cup where there's just not any controversy. Yeah, like even they, when I, even when yeah. I was a kid, like watching like Ribery yeah. on strike or whatever, like. The players yeah. going on the strike or something and having an yeah. argument at the training ground and no one wants to play for the manager. Yeah, Patrice Everard, they just left. That, yeah, France have always been riddled with controversy. Like, I don't know why, but they just always have. But <laughs> I think if there was a team to beat this curse, it would be France. So basically the curse, to anyone that doesn't know, is typically any... The World Cup winners from the previous tournament tend to get knocked out in the group stages. It's happened, I think, the last two. Um, it happened to Germany recently in 2014, where South Korea infamously beat them. I think it was like 1-0 or 2-1. And, yeah, it's just a shock. Well, moving on from who are definitely the best players at the tournament to... Players that will play very nice football that many people, I guess, may not appreciate. Yeah. I think this is going to be... I think we probably have very different lists to... Like, I I, I half filled this out. Like, <laughs> I don't think I chose any of these players with the same thought process. Like, Yeah. But again, it's a 4-3-3 for me. Same. Uh, my goalkeeper. So I couldn't find a goalkeeper <laughs> that I wanted to put in this team. Um, Struggled. Because most goalkeepers in national teams are either nobodies or everyone knows them and they're a very good keeper. Um, if Greece were playing at this World Cup, I would put their. I don't know if he plays for them, but Benfica keeper. I think his name's Vlachisidis. I'm not sure. I would have put him in. But other than that, I don't have anyone. So I had to go with ye old faithful in Guillermo Ochoa because, I mean, I don't know how he's going to perform. There was a one World Cup, maybe two now. I'm not sure where he performed out of his skin and got Mexico further than they should have ever been. But... If you're looking for someone who's not at the top of the game but performs in a World Cup, it might be him. 
I've gone for Emmy Martinez for Villa keeper. I I mean I well I nearly put him in my players at the tournament. Yeah. Um performs out of his skin for Argentina. Yeah. I think the camaraderie they have as a team is immense. So like for example, when they won the Copper mm-hmm. is it Copper America? Yeah, Copper America. Yeah. I hear like Messi was saying to the team, Oh, Emmy didn't even get to be with his daughter when she was born. He had to FaceTime her. And then apparently it just gave him all chills and yeah. drove them out to win. And I just think the camaraderie he has and and the bit of shithousery he has as well. As well as he's actually a decent keeper as well. And honestly, he has not had the best season for Villa. But I think and Argentina, especially with that defence as well, they can make for a really difficult side to break down. Yeah. I think I think I've I like that's the massive reason why I chose Another reason why I chose Martinez, another reason why I would have chosen that Martinez as well. And yeah. you like you could have made an argument for pretty much any Argentinian because they are all like I, I've seen at least both Martinez's make comments like we will die for Messi, like he's winning this World Cup, whether you like whether you like it or not, basically we are winning this World Cup for him. Like he has to win it. So yeah, I I think they're gonna play out of their skin. Maybe, yeah. I mean, who knows? Yeah. Maybe they'll dope their heads off. But however they do it, <laughs> I have thirty million Argentinas, Argentinians, um, supporting them as well at home. Like this is in South America, it's just a religion football for them. It's very different. That it feels very romanticized to me, isn't it? Like I'm not sure if you feel the same, but. In England, obviously, we love our football, but South America, it's life or death for them, like, literally. Well, I think it comes a lot from, like, the status of the country. I think people have a bigger thing on football because they don't have as much to pin their hopes on because it's a bit like this country's going to. (laughs) Like, how are people going to get through the next few months or the next year, like people are getting a lot less confident and a lot less sure of where their money's coming from or where it's going. Yeah. But we're not here to talk about depressing things like the state of our country. We're here to talk about football. Such as who is your right back? Tommy Asu for Japan. Yes, sir. It's, it's every... Every team has to have a centre back from Arsenal who can also play right back. Yeah. <laughs> wait till I have wait till you hear my centre back. Oh well <laughs> I did have a right back option who I can no longer remember. So I've gone for Serginio Dest. Yeah. Because like he's Where's he at at the moment? He's not I thought, yeah, I think he did leave Barca. Um, But US, the US team is actually, well, we'll get onto them, I think. But they're they're, basically black. Okay, I thought so. I thought he was in Italy. 
So I don't know if he plays for them. I don't. So I, I, this isn't based off form. This isn't based off how he's actually doing. This is based off the fact that he's not had a very big chance recently, especially at Barca, and he's always had a very high potential. Hence, why he went to Barca. Like Barca don't sign people that aren't meant to be world class footballers. So, whatever there was once in Dest doesn't mean it can't be there again. Like, even though it's not there right now, it can be there again. And maybe the World Cup will be the stage that he needs to bring out of it. Mm. Mm. Yeah. Even on centre. Even on, I think my centre back and right back should be swapped. Okay. But who have you got centre back? Um, so, I have gone for a favourite of mine, which is Simon Kier. Denmark? Yep. Okay, I, I can fuck with Denmark. Solid team, solid team. I, I, I just, I don't know what it is about him. I watch, I watch him play for Denmark. Euros. Yeah, he's, he's just so good. He's really, yeah. in my opinion, like he's he's getting it on. Like he's this is pro- probably like, I say probably like it 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 must be his last World Cup, but at least he's there because he should be because I I do think he plays centre back the way defenders should play. So fair enough. I've got Danny Carver. But obviously, swap. <laughs> I just think he's solid, 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 solid. Great, great for Madrid. Pivotal in um, Champions League one, and I don't think he he's never really talked about like that. Like, do you know what I mean? He's never really. I never feel like he's ever in the conversations. Yeah. He's very. He's like a. He's silent, but he's really. He's a decorated player. And mentality is insane. That's fair enough. Yeah. Uh, I just sent it back. Um, to partner Kier, who's quite slow. Um, I've gone for I don't know how to say his first name. It's spelt how I would say Yosko. Fardio. From Croatia. Oh, oh, okay. Left back slash left centre. He's rapid. He's really good, really young. Um, like, is he poor? Um, well, last time I looked him up, he played for Zagreb, but he might be at the Red Bull team. Mm. He plays for Leipzig, yeah. So... Which I'm not surprised by because they're very good. Their their youth scouting is their recruitment is brilliant. Their recruitment for like players like just under 23 or whatever that have potential that is really high but haven't quite maybe got enough polish for someone bigger to take them. They're just yeah. so good at that and turning them into the next best thing. Um, I think Gavardio's the kind of player that is featured quite a bit on this list. Like, 
players that you don't expect to have a bad tournament, but no. that are quite young. So they're just not, they're not going to be the best. Which is why my <laughs> left back is a man I've already spoken about today, Tyrell Malassia. Mm. Nice. Um, I think the Dutch have a good chance this tournament. Not a good chance. Obviously, I don't think they'll win it, but I think they can play pretty far. I think they'll do well though. Yeah. Um, I don't know. I don't know really how I feel about Van Hart because, like, Louis Van Gaal army. Louis Van Gaal army. He hates United so much that. It's hard to like him now for me. But at the he, same time. Yeah. I think like, they'll fight for him. I remember he, I remember like being so excited for his like first match. And I remember when we signed Di Maria and like sitting out in my garden with BT Sport on just like, yeah. And then Di Maria. It was Di Maria. But Who's your left back? Well, my centre back first was um Oh yeah, yeah, sorry. Joachim Anderson, Palace. Nice. And then left back, I gone Ferland Mendy for France. He didn't get taken, did he? I thought uh, I yeah, that I think that might be the disclaimer thing as well. Um I thought he did. I saw someone say that he should have been taken. I don't know that he didn't, but I thought I saw. Uh, I don't know. Let me check now. Um, sorry, I should have been. Pre- I planned it before that Scott was announced as well. Oh, damn, he didn't. Well, <laughs> I don't know then. Lucas Hernandez, there you go, for the sticker of France. Okay. Just because I've just seen his name. I would take Teo, but, you know. Yeah. But Anderson, I think, is... I was really happy with that choice, just because I think he's such a good defender. Solid defender. And he yeah. knows how to get in their heads of strikers as well. He's just a big, bad bully. Yeah. Like, we've seen him against Nunes early in the season. And in, he's... He's a token white guy in this in this Palace super team. He's a he's a solid player, so fair. He's got to be a baller, man. You seen that picture of um their team squad? Yeah, and that everyone's got really good ratings. And Anderson and Gaeta had like five out of ten ratings, and it was just this is black excellence. Yeah, 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 as it should be. Love that. <laughs> <laughs> so. Uh, the midfield three. Who are yours? I've gone Bruno Gamarish, Gam- oh. Brazil. Yep. Um, Valverde for Uruguay. Mm. Uruguay. Luis Suarez last World Cup. I want to see a bit of shit housery, man. I love those big, bad, horrible strikers, and I think Valverde is so key to being in behind. And helping Suarez create chances, and he does both parts of the game really well. So, um, and 
I've got, I put Xhaka, I decided on Xhaka, but I had Masiala scribbled out and Ericsson as well for Denmark. Okay. I was I was really torn, but I decided on Xhaka just because Xhaka <laughs> the tournament for Switzerland and considering the season he's had so far. Fair enough. But I think he's just, I think he's starting to get more valued, like more ratings. So maybe I'd probably go Ericsson because he's kind of seeping under. But he's been brilliant so far for you guys this season. Well, my midfield three has a average age of, I think, 19. Oh, is it Pedri, um, Pedri, Kamavinga, Tushimani? You definitely got him in there. You love him. You went zero out of three. I'm... What? Okay, so written down here, I do have... Bellingham. You got Aurelian. Bellingham in there. I do have Aurelian written down here. Chum... I, I can't say it. Tushimani. Tushimani. But I crossed it out and put Yusuf Mensah. Okay who will be in a pivot with Bellingham. Of course he will. With Musiala in front of them. Musiala. Yeah, Musiala is such a good player. He's such a good player. Why I mean, isn't like... he... What, what? He could have been... Eng... Like, he is English. <laughs> yeah. I think he's just thinking for the future. Our midfield... He's chosen the much better team, but... <laughs> Even though we beat them, but that picture of him and Jude Bellingham when they're like fifteen, is, and then just seeing them play for the two biggest teams in Germany, that's like we've made it. We're gonna do a third. We're gonna have to do a third call. Gonna have to do the third one. This is the first time ever, ladies and gentlemen, and it's only happening because we are so committed to doing this for you. Fuck yeah! We will see Bye. you. The next one. Welcome back. For the, well, I guess third time today. Um, we have some front threes to talk about. Yes, sir. My front three, which, okay, I found this really tricky. I mean, I found this whole team, to be honest. But same. My right mid, purely because. It's a bit like a Choa, but different. Because he is Mexican, and he did perform very well at the 2018 World Cup. Oh, is it uh, Lorenzo? Lozano. Lozano, yeah. Irving Lozano. P. Lozano. Um, he is... Well, he proved to have amazing potential at that World Cup, and therefore was signed by Napoli. And... As everyone will tell you, it's potential that he's not lived up to. And as it's the same situation with Dest, basically. I don't think you get given that label without having the ability to get there. And maybe what he needs is another ignition of representing his country at the top level of international composition to spark something for him again. Hundred. Um, accompanying is okay. So this is a bit of a controversial one in terms of Rafael Leal hasn't been great this season or ever. Actually, okay. 
Okay, so okay. the caveat of that is he's a good footballer. But this is why I put him on the wing. People keep talking about him like he's a striker. He's not. Okay. He's he's he might be an inside forward. He's he's uh, the role I think of him as is a very Rashford kind of role. Yeah. But he's definitely got it in him. It's it's, it's kind of the same as Azano. Like there's the potential there that I think. Such a good one. That's so good from you. They are. Is completely untapped, and it's his time to be able to actually break into the Portuguese side as well. Yeah, it's our time. That's my boy. But these two men are supporting one man up front. <clears throat> Compatriot of Alfonso Davies is Jonathan David. Nice. Nice. Because I think, again, just like Davies, like, these are the two stars of the Canadian team, basically. Like Davies is on his own level, but David is a very tidy player. Always has been. Like, I, remember, I, I can't remember who he played for in Germany when he scored some stupid screamer, but he... Um... Yeah, sorry, carry on. Um, but I think he's one of those people that is just always going to be like he looks good anyway. Like, doing well in League One this season 14 matches, nine goals, three assists. Exactly. And he's oh no, it was for Genk. Genk, yeah, yeah. Such a good goal. It was like 35 yards out or something. Maybe half, like, but, and that was when he was like really young. And then his name cropped up again when he went to Lille. And I was like, ah, this, so that, that guy that I saw that one time on BT Sports scoring an absolute screamer is that, is actually like a very good footballer. <laughs> So I think I think he's just in one of those situations where he's got a national team around him that's not the strongest, but he's going to be one of the focal points to make yeah. him look really good. He'll shine in that, yeah. Fair. I've gone. I've gone Alvarez, Argentina, City player. I throw it a bit out there. I did think it's about a star for Senegal. If Mane's not playing, he could be the vocal point and it could be his time. Um, and Ninkuku. Ninkuku. Mm, again. Okay. Yeah, I, I thought about the... I thought about Alvarez and I thought about Ninkuku. But I didn't think about Saar. He has been quite good for Watford this season again. Yeah, it's one of those players, I reckon. Yeah, he might play in the Championship, but he'll rise to the big occasions, I feel. Mm. He could. And he's only um, in the championship because of terrible ownership, but yeah. He's he's got pace, got power. And I think he's he's as he's grown, he's developed that intelligence in his in his play now. Like he's he's, he's more of an intelligent player. Yeah. Uh, and obviously if Mano's not there, I think a lot it could be a lot of pressure. It, it'll be interesting to see how he deals with the pressure of being like the main guy, you know? Yes. But yeah, Senegal have a solid squad as well. 
um, I think they could do recently. Having just won AFCON as well in February. They've got Mendy in goal as well. Yeah. Senegal could be. They yeah. do have a good team. And I just I, I just really like the Alvarez shout because I think Sar is also a very good shout, to be fair. I, I, I didn't even think about... I probably didn't even think about any championship level player like this, but... Mm. Nah, Alvarez... I didn't know much about him, admittedly, when he came to City. Like David Villa region. Yeah, he's a really good player, isn't he? He's he's small, he's quick, and he's good. He's got good finishing as well. Yeah, and he's just two footed. Yeah, exactly. He's so, and he can, and he can play anywhere. Like, it, 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 Absolutely, yeah. But so of Senegal, they are in Group A. And Mr. Bassi, are they making it out of Group A? Um, yeah. Okay. Yeah, they are. Um, Group A, I've gone, obviously, in order. Netherlands, Senegal to go through, and then Ecuador, Qatar. I'm, I'm saying, yeah. Cool. We can move on then. Group B. England, Wales to go through USA, Iran to go out. I put USA above Wales. Really? I think so. This is this is a really tough one for me because I think England can't not. But I think England just win the group. Um, I think there's a really difficult decision here because Wales are such a proud country and they're. Like their players, just like their people, have so much patriotism, like flowing through them, like they will bleed for that shirt. It, and it is also 60 years since they last went to World Cup, so I think that just adds a little bit in there. And they've got Michael Sheen like giving them motivational speeches, so yeah, 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 I saw that. But okay, so I think okay, I might be a World Cup too early, America's team is definitely getting there. And I think the sum of the parts of USMNT is better than Wales' team. I just think Wales have exceptional players in certain places. Got world-class players in terms of, well, Bale. Yeah. They've got that sharp shooter. I think they've... So what I'm... They... So... It's a bit like a Galacticos versus Barca of like in terms of individuals. Not that Wales are Galacticos, that they've got a couple of Galacticos, but it's individual talent versus a very good base level young team in terms of USA. Who for the first time have their country like really properly invested in this sport and might be yeah. trying to prove their point and stamp their. Um, I think next next tournament for USA, especially because they are hosting it, hosting it as well. So, home advantage. But, nah, solid, solid. Uh, it'll be interesting. It'll be good to watch them. I just yeah. want to see entertainment. I don't really care about the result. I just, I live football for the entertainment. To be honest, I want end to end attacking. These different players, do you know what I mean, I want to see um, yeah, yeah. 
I want to see the nuance. Yeah. See Yusuf Mensa break Aaron Ramsey's legs. I want to see. Ah, oh, he was at Arsenal. He was. I, 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 he was. He was there since he was nine. Yeah. Came up with Saka, I think. It's Saka's age group. It's so crazy to be American, start your football career in Italy, go to Arsenal, end up in Spain. Like, this man has like, been everywhere and he's only 18, 19. Well travelled, mate. But love that. Group C, I think Argentina on top is no question. Absolutely. Um, this is really so I've uh, seen a lot of people like a lot of people's predictions and I've gone against what all of them have said and I've put Mexico second. I thought yeah, I put Mexico second as well. I've seen a lot of people say Poland get out. I don't think they do. I don't think Poland. I thought I thought that would be like the popular one, like Mexico second. Oh, I think because people would see Lewandowski and say, Oh yeah. Lewandowski's not even that great form at the moment. No, he's not. So, uh, obviously, he'll probably step it up because it's national. Like everyone steps it up for their national team, but I don't yeah. think he'll carry it through as much as people think he will. Um, Group D, France on top. Oh, France and Denmark. Yep. And then Australia, Tunisia. Tunisia, Australia. Okay. I just I don't think Tunisia are there yet. I don't think either of them are really. Like they've both got a couple players here and there, but they're not there. Yeah. So, you know, that one's just just uh fill up the numbers. So, um, group e, interesting group E. Yeah. This will um, be this will be a good watch, group E. And it's and it's like it is literally the group of good teams that are the most susceptible to fucking up and <laughs> like very average teams that are the most like best ones to make someone fuck up yeah 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 especially costa rica yeah costa rica. Up front. Yeah. yeah and um diaz brian diaz <sighs> my man Do you remember him yeah film player ben Brereton. yeah but I've gone Spain to top this one. Same. Yeah. And Germany. And they're just they got maturity and they're they're there. I think I think, I think the has really showed they've they've like kicked up a gear to and they're like happy to grind it out now as well. Like Yes, that game was it against Croatia or something? Yes, yes, yeah. Crazy game, crazy game. Really I good. feel like they've learned a lot from that tournament and yeah, I think I'll win this one. Yeah. And then Germany is second. Yeah. And then I've gone Japan to finish third, Costa Rica Same. fourth. Same. I think um, Japan just have really expensive. Japan just have something. I don't know what it is. I just feel like they do. They've got Tomiyasu. Um, group F. I really don't yeah. know how I feel about this one at all. It's a good group that anyone could actually win. I don't think anyone could win. I just think anyone could um, at least get out. Second. Yeah, can get out of it. Like, I don't know Morocco too well, but 
it's a World Cup. Like teams just turn it on, and yeah, like like Morocco and Canada, like, such a massive thing in this. But Morocco and Canada we both have like three players that are. actual Champions League level footballers so I think camaraderie is such a big part in this and just luck and playing up to the crowd as well Um, but I've gone Belgium to top it Croatia to yep same a close second what's your third and fourth Canada Morocco Uh, see I got Morocco and Canada so far we've not disagreed on any winners no. Which I'm not surprised by. I think Group H could. I don't know. Good. I don't know. Well, I think so. G, I think fairly undisputed Brazil go through. Yeah. Top. Who have you gone for, like, second? Serbia. Oh, I knew you would. I knew you would. I was so close. You know, Milinkovic, Savic, Mitro. Oh, I was so close. I've gone Switzerland. Okay. Wow. So I put Switzerland last. Cameroon third. I don't know. I can't explain it. I just just don't feel it. Fair enough. It's a feelings thing. Fair enough. We'll, We'll see. We'll see. I do think Serbia could have a really good tournament though. I just think they'll they'll show an impressive performance. Yes. Even if they do go out early, I think Definitely. a lot of people look at Serbia and be like, yeah. Because I think gone are the days you'd look at you watch Serbians like when like Vidic's era, like 2010, they're just awful. They're just a nothing team. They're awful to watch. So boring. But they got a few excited. And like I like a big bag striker that's a prick so Mitro what's that people like Mitro Diego Costa Suarez classic number nines fair enough yes yes um so H you clearly have something lined up for this one no I actually don't oh Portugal and Uruguay I just thought you might go Uruguay ah no no Portugal first Uruguay second I then went Korea and Ghana I went Ghana, then Korea. Fair enough. I I can't again can't explain it. I just think Korea have Son Son's a match winner, to be fair. Exactly. That's one of the reasons is because like Ghana Son doesn't have anyone on a Son level. That's true. And Ghana still played the IU brothers. They were awful. <laughs> but... I was I was thinking I can't really support Ghana anymore because Jean's not there, says man. Yeah. Oh, the are you brothers make football look like is a prick. Jordan. Oh, the palace one. Yeah. Yeah, I, I still reckon the black stars will get like third. I mean Lamptey World Cup debut. Could be a chance for him to like. I didn't know that he chose to play for Ghana. Yeah, he did. Ah. But he wasn't ever gonna touch it. Maybe, maybe a World Cup too early again for Ghana. Mm. But yeah. Round of 16 then. My one is so I've got Netherlands versus Wales. Yeah. 
I think the Dutch go through. Yeah, I've got USA, but the Dutch go through. Yeah. Yeah. And then it's Argentina versus Denmark. Yep. Argentines go through. Yep. And then England versus Senegal. Yeah. Senegal. England go through. Oh. Nope. That's where. Oh. Oh. I genuinely think Senegal could beat England. Absolutely. I agree. And I think. I, I think they could be. Like, if it gets to that point. Like, I just think Gareth Southgate needs to play some different football for us to win that match. Yeah, no, I see that. I definitely buy that. Um, I just think if we, we, if England lock it up early enough, because we here could be Senegal winning, because I'm running that didn't know I support the African teams, but I think if England can like lock up the game like early, like score two, even if they are like from set pieces or just lucky goals, I think that's a game done, but. The longer the game goes on, the greater belief the Senegal players are going to have, and I think, I think I'll just tip them over over the edge. I think that's the only scenario I can see Senegal winning, especially if especially if it's goalless as well. Like, yeah, yeah, exactly. If it's goalless, I don't think we. I like Gareth doesn't even have the balls to chuck everything at it. Like, no, Senegal would just like, and I think most other national teams would would literally just chuck everyone except maybe one centre-back up there and just be like, we've got to win this game. And Gareth would just be like, well, as long as we don't concede, we'll be okay. So let's keep all of our defenders back. Because I remember, I think it was like last five minutes of the Euros final. Yeah. Obviously, we had Rashford and Sancho and Kerr on the bench. And he just put on Henderson and like, like, fuck it. Fuck it. Just go for it. Just go for it. But I don't know. England. Yeah. And then I got match 52, France versus Mexico. The French go through for me. Yep. Spain versus Croatia. A reload of the Euros. Uh, that great game in the Euros. I think the Spanish go through. Yeah, absolutely. I, they had a young team then who are now more even more experienced. Yeah. And Croatia had an old team then who are now even older. So, yeah. Modric will be sad though. It was the last one. Yeah. Oh well. Brazil versus Uruguay. Brazil. Yeah. Germany. Um, Belgium versus Germany. Yeah. I gone for the Belgians go through. I, I I went for Germany. Two very good teams. I think I think Belgium. It's now or never for them personally. I, but everyone says everyone's been saying that for ages. I think. Their golden generation's gone. People just don't want to admit it. And I think there are just a few people that are still around. But uh, like, if you if you look at their defenders, for example, and Tonga, their age, their finish. If you like, look at their if you look at the defenders they're taking, and half of their midfielders, it's like these 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 aren't people that find. A, like place in most national teams at this tournament. Match winners, though. Match winners. De Bruyne and Lukaku, man. And listen, Trossard as well as a little wild card in there. That's a very good point. I, I think, 
I don't see Germany. I've not seen Germany being clinical. Usually Lukaku is a D. Usually Lukaku is a false nine. But a false nine that doesn't touch the ball. <laughs> Just um, De Bruyne, like, have Lukaku run short towards De Bruyne. De Bruyne plays over the top for, like, Trossard and Mertens. Mertens. Carrasco, left back or left wing back. Bombing down. Different, different. I don't, I don't feel it. I don't feel it. You don't feel it? Fair enough, fair enough. Um, I just don't think I have it. I like I really rate Havertz. Havertz and Werner up front, not clinical enough for me. They just can't do it. Midfield. Yeah, but so- for me, like Sane and Abri will, will get them through. Oh. I don't see the clinical. I don't. I don't know. I don't know. I don't. I just don't see it. I don't buy into it. Fair enough. Portugal, Switzerland, Portuguese. Yeah, for me it's Serbia, but Portugal go through either way. Oh, yeah. Moving on to the quarterfinals, Dutch versus Argentina for me in my one. Argentina go through. Yeah. Spain versus Brazil, which is a match for the ages. Yep. Brazil. Yep. This one would be your Senegal versus France, but mine's England versus France. I yeah. think that's where we would get knocked out in France. Yeah, or France go through for me anyway. I think depending on certain things, that could actually be a risky game for France if they do play Senegal, but I think France go through. Yeah. Yeah. And then Belgium versus Portugal. Damn. What Belgium? Oh. Okay, see, I have Germany, Portugal, and I originally went for Germany. But I changed my mind to Portugal. I'm thinking of that Portuguese team now. Centre back Diaz, Cancelo, midfield. Ronaldo's in the form of his life. Uh, I'm gonna be uh, I'm gonna be stubborn and stick. Very good keepers. Yeah. Very good wingers. Very good midfielders. Describing the Belgian team. Courtois coming in. <laughs> no, I'm not. Um, <laughs> his life. Um, I, I'm still going to stick with Belgium, but I think I Portugal very easy to the other way. I think Portugal depends on how Ronaldo plays and how if much plays. of well, yeah, I think he, I think he has to, but I think it's how much of a focal point they use him, like. Do they ignore him if he's not playing well? Do they take him off if he's not playing well? Like, he could cause a lot of disruption as well if yeah. they were to fuck him off. I think he is actually... like I put That's the reason I put Germany through before I then thought about it and said Portugal have a better... No, I think Portugal have a better chance, but that is completely dependent on Ronaldo. Like, Ronaldo's the focal point and just is playing like he plays at the moment. Mm. They're not. Yeah. They're not going to beat Germany. But yeah, no, I think they'll beat Belgium personally. Argentina, Brazil. I think for me, this is the match of the tournament. Yeah, I think I've gone Argentina 
I was watching a messy documentary at the same time, and I was just like, yeah, romanticism, Argentina. But same, I agree. Two very good teams, very good teams, but I think Brazil might just run out of gas here. Understandable. Um, so then France, Portugal. France, Belgium for me. I've gone France. I think that's where. So, you reckon Portugal uh, to the final? I have lined up a Ronaldo Messi final. Ah, uh, fair enough. You reckon that could. Mm. Fair enough, fair enough. Well, for you, I'm assuming Messi's lifting up the trophy. Yeah. Yeah, uh, Argentina beat France. Argentina beat Portugal. I think whoever, like, I just genuinely think whoever Argentina played this tournament, like, it doesn't matter whether any of our predictions are right. The one thing that will be right is Argentina don't lose a game. Like that's, yeah. I just, it just has to, like, I'm not, I'm not a massive like, like I, I do like the idea of the romanticism of it, but I'm not a massive guy into this. Like I don't I don't care about it. Like I'm not gonna be like, oh if he if he wins, I'd be so happy for it. Like I just it doesn't bother me. He's a grown man, he can win the World Cup if he wants. Like it doesn't affect me. But I just can't see a way this team loses. Like they are all in it for Messi. Yeah. They're all really good players anyway. And They've just got this fight and determination. I think you might be able to say that men, like from a psychology perspective, that amount of pressure that they are going to put themselves under for that reason could be their downfall. Yeah. They let it get to them. But other than that, it, they, they are just, like people say Brazil are the favourites. I don't think they are. I think Brazil will do very well. Like we've both got them to the semi-final, but I don't think they're favourites. I think Argentina are the team. Yeah. I think Brazil come third though. Oh yeah, yeah. Um, who so we've done that? Yeah. The awards, right? Who's your? Should we go Golden Boy, Golden Boy, Golden Glove top scorer? Golden Boy, so yeah. young player. Yep. Camavinga. I've gone for Messiala. Messiala. I just, Don Carlo's been trusting him and so much more this season, especially in Champions League as well. I think this is his chance to shine as well. You know, and it, and like, he's dick riding Clint 4 and 9, so how can you not win? <laughs> Do you know what I mean? Um, but no, he's a great player. Um, I, I just love a left-footed midfielder as well. I just think they just look yeah. a lot better. They look a lot better. Like left-footed, everything just looks better. Yeah. An Alaba free kick is better than a Kimmich free kick. 100%. Um, Golden Glove? Um, Alisson. Martinez. Argentina? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Fair. Um. Yeah. I. Fair. Okay, so my top score is a complete shot in the dark. Like mine's a. 
I don't know how much he's going to play because he's got a couple of people. Like, he will be a sub, most likely. Who? Giroud. Giroud? Interesting. Interesting. Last World Cup. Mm. I'll, I'll probably disagree. Only because he limited playing time. There's only so much he can do. I just I just couldn't think, like, in all honesty, I just didn't want to say Harry Kane is going to win the Golden Boot because I just don't want him to. Yeah, fair. I, I put Mbappe with six goals. Exactly. I just think Benzema providing, being selfless. I think Mbappe Benzema work well as well. They've worked well for France before. And they're just so good to watch. Yeah. Just link up plays, just... Mm. I think that's a very good Brilliant. shout. Um, no, I, I I probably agree with it. I just I don't know what it is. I just think Giroud's got there's just something in it. Uh, as I said, all of my predictions were completely off of feel, not of any like logic or like logic. Because if you say logically, as I just said, Giroud's not even going to be starting. Like, yeah, but I just there's I I can just see it, and I don't know why. As as long as we don't have a situation again where like yeah, Kane wins the golden boot by scoring like four penalties and mm. has a like I don't want someone to win the golden boot that doesn't deserve the golden boot. Fair enough. Have you got? I've got a team to watch, and I put Denmark. I put Denmark. And Serbia. Well, I yeah. think I think based off of what I've been saying, I think my team to watch has to be America. Fair enough. Um, I just think just because Denmark are more likely to get out of their team, get out of their group. Obviously, they get a chance to go further, but I yeah, just think your opinion. But I think USA are just as likely to get out of their group. Uh, of course you do. Um, but I just think. The solid basis of Adam Anderson, Ericsson through in the middle, dictating the games, bro. And also, um, what's his name? Christensen for Barca. Mm. Anderson Christensen centre back partnership. Uh, and Hoiberg as well in midfield. I think, yeah, they could, they could, they could do all right. I could do that. But like, listen, so, so. As you say, strong base, and I agree. That is a, they like they do have a very good base. Who's who's got a stronger base than Christian Pulisic, Giovanni Reina, Serginio Dest, Weston McKenney? I mean Zach Steffen. You <sighs> like Eunice Mensa. Have I been calling him Yusuf? I might have. Um. Um. I just think. You piece of shit is mid, but Anthony Robinson quite no, okay. I don't know. Anthony Rob- left back for Fulham. Yeah. Oh Tyler God. Adams. Tyler Adams. Oh, Ty- for oh yeah okay. Chris for Richards. Leeds. Oh, who's that left? That oh that right winger for Leeds as well. Skinny one. Harrison. Nah, he's from the USA. We are basically yeah. done. 
Thank you for watching. After two hours of recording, Lord knows how long this will be. I'll, I'll edit it down a bit because there is a bit of wasted footage in places, but... Mm -hmm. um, the FIFA World Cup Netflix documentary was released today, so four episodes, one hour long per episode. Um, it's annoying that neither of us watched it, I'm assuming, before we recorded because it would have probably been a good conversation piece, but we can do that next time, maybe. Like, we'll see. Yeah. Um, uh, I, saw, I, speak, I was thinking about Brendan Aronson. Okay. See, I, I yeah. didn't know who I keep seeing his name. I'm like, I don't know who that guy is. Techie left foot. I like it. Okay. See, they have a good see, they have a good player in all of that. Like they have a player that you know the name of in every position. Certainly. Yeah. They have they have a strong first eleven. Like they have more players in their team that I know than Wales. So I'm just Fair enough. um with their reaction as well. Yeah, we'll we'll see how our predictions hold up. Um this has been a very long World Cup special. But a very fun one, a nice one. We got to talk. I mean, the probably reason we spoke so much is because for once we were talking about something that we are knowledgeable enough on to not have to worry about what we actually say. Yeah. But anyway, thanks. Yeah, me. If you are still here, well done to you. <laughs> yeah. Love uh, and affection. I don't think I will be, but yeah, as Off Young says, love and affection. Have a good week. We will see you next week for whatever Off Young has in store for us. Yes. Bye. Bye.